Sister Bernadette, come back in today. I don't know if I can see everybody, but I'm thankful that you've all made your choice to be here. As you might have noticed, something was different this morning. We're going to try some new things, and I'm all nervous about it, and I'm not even involved in it. So. <laughs> be patient, please. Just to have a verse of scripture I'd like to read that's been on my heart this week and say a few words maybe that will ask for prayer requests and pray. It's in the 118th Psalms 24. 
It says, This is the day which the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Just I, my, my personal experience with that verse is, I used to work with the lady for years. And I used to go in real early in the morning. It might be 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock, whatever time. And she would always greet you and say hello. And she would say that verse. And I don't know about you, but at 1 or 2 o'clock in the morning, a lot of days I was glad. But I don't know if I was rejoicing exactly. <laughs> and I think about that more often than I have for a while. And a lot of times maybe I just... I don't rejoice enough. I'm usually glad, but maybe the rejoicing is what I need to do more. So I hope you can do that. Um, let's take a prayer request. No, let's do some announcements first. I don't know if everybody saw them or not, so this is a quick one. The Second Harvest Food Bank wants donations. If somebody wants to bring something in back there, They'll come pick it up when it's full. So maybe if we fill that one up real quick, they'll bring us a big one, or I don't know what will happen. In uh, music ministry practice, they practiced this morning, and they're going to February the 12th, in case you need to know, Greg. Uh, men's group, we're going to try to start up a men's group. We don't know exactly a lot about it yet, so... If we announce a day and the date, please come because we'd like your input. Sunday Night Fellowship tonight is going to be small groups. We've got a couple of really smart people that go to this church that are going to change it up a little bit. And let's see what happens tonight. I'm encouraged. Did I miss anything? Women's mentoring? The fifth. Anybody else? Did I forget anything? Still packing boxes. Did you say that? Oh, no, I didn't say that. So, so, second Harvest, we're packing boxes. I think it's the 15th. The Sign up sheet on the back if you want to. I saw one name on there this morning, I think. <laughs> Bobby would like to know. He'd like you to sign up because a lot of times we'll just say, yeah, I'll be there and don't sign up. But Bob would like you to sign up so he knows. Okay. Anybody else? Once I was straight in sin's dark valley, no hope within could I see. God sent from heaven a lucky Savior to save a poor lost soul like me. Oh,
be seated, please.
Good morning. Really enjoyed the singing this morning. Especially that last song. You guys are really good. Keep that up. He was all blessed with that. Thank Brother Mark for giving all the announcements. Um, I think the only thing really to talk a little bit about small group. Tonight's small group kickoff at 5 o'clock. If you want to be maybe one big small group. We don't know. We'll see. Depends on the numbers that come out. But I think tonight we're going to do some, we're do, going to do some kind of form of volleyball that everyone can play. So come out and, and play and we'll probably get some pizza or something like that. So come back out at 5 and, and we'll do that. Uh, should be some, some fun and fellowship. Um, I think that's, and I, I did announce last Sunday in the message about the barrel back there. Um, they delivered it, I think, maybe it was a week ago, wasn't it? Yes. Um, and it's just like non-perishable items, you know, canned veggies, you know, different meats, things like that. So fill that sucker up, and then we'll have them come and pick it up and bring us another one. How's that sound? I think, Tammy, you were the only one that remembered. I even forgot, and I said it. <laughs> I walked in like, oh, the barrel. Um, I think that was all the announcements. Um, so if you got your Bibles this morning, we'll be over in Proverbs chapter 4. And we'll read one verse there in a minute. Um, but as you know, we've been focused so far this year on spiritual maturity, spiritual growth. We've talked about New Year's commitments versus resolutions. We've talked about growing spiritually. We've talked about growing in grace. And last week we talked about growing in giving. And it's, it's funny, did anyone else wake up and look outside and it was nothing? And then about 10 minutes later you looked out and it was completely covered? That was me. I'm like, oh man, where'd that come from? Well, I looked out and I saw the newspaper. And then I looked out about a half an hour later and I couldn't see the newspaper. I'm like, whoa. So we quickly decided to... And I think we made the right decision from the way it looked. So appreciate you know the deacons and preachers in the text and just making that decision and getting that one call out. So one thing to mention, you know, as we are putting our messages online, if you cannot get to them, let me or Brent know, and we can help you if, if you're interested. It's through Facebook and what's the other thing, Brent? The messages. Yeah. Podbean. Yeah. Is that what it's called? Podbean. Apple Podcast. Google Podcast. Yeah. So if you have issues, let us know, and we can we can help guide you there. If I can help guide my mom there, I can guide any of you there. She's like, what do you say? <laughs> I love you, mom. <laughs> so I won't tell you about the time I sent her a thing in the mail to her about a hearing aid. All right. So last week, growing and giving, we talked about how spiritual maturity happens when we practice giving of our time, our resources, our skills, and our talents. And then coming to the realization, the The realization that it's all provided from God anyway, and it's all His. And we're just giving it back, right? Giving it back. Instead of holding on to it and idolizing it, it's, it's all His anyway. You know, so many people struggle with that. Oh, this is my money. Well, who put you into that job and gave you those skills anyway? He did. So in essence, it's his anyway. Right? So why hold on to it? Let's bless others. Let's go out and do that. So that was really the focus last week. 
So one of the verses last week from Matthew chapter 6 was talking about for where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Remember that one from last week? So the message this morning kind of goes along with that. Talking about your heart. For where your treasure is, there where your heart will be also. We mentioned last week you can't have you can't have it both ways, right? You can't be earthly and spiritual at the same time. You can't want what the world offers and be right with God at the same time, can you? It all comes down to the heart. It all comes down to the heart. So the title, I don't know, Dan, oh, he beat me into the punch. The title this morning is Growing and Guarding. For all you sports fans, it's not this guarding. I've done that too many times. So we'll read one verse from Proverbs and then we'll follow the Lord here for a few minutes. And be much in prayer for us. So Proverbs chapter 4, I'm sure this is a well-known verse, but it goes right along with this. And it's, it's a good one to write down. I, I've been on this kick the last little bit. God's really working on me, if you can't tell. He just knows how to get me emotional. I started writing down scripture. And it's all over my desk. Or I can't just put it to the side. He's really working on me, folks. This week, I'll get to that in a minute. You guys know I'm really weird. I'm not the one to go posting stuff everywhere. But this week, he just put it on my heart. Put it on Facebook. If anybody needs prayer this week. And you guys know, that's not me. That's not me at all. And I just, anxiety just hit me. Questioning everything. Why, God? Why do you want me to do this? I type it up. Alright. Sin. And I just kind of let it go. And about ten minutes later, the first person posted, Bob, please, please pray, pray for me. I can't even talk. Please pray for me. And folks, I just lost it. For that one person, it was enough. I just absolutely broke down and cried, as you can imagine. And just one after another, after another, after another, after another. And I'm like, God, you know exactly what you're doing. Not me, but you. You know, there's a lot of those people on that list that have never stepped foot in the church. And somebody even said on there, some people don't even know what to ask for. He's really working on me. I'm really trying to be the most obedient servant ever. Sorry, I just had to share that. And it all started with memorizing scripture. We'll get to that in a little bit too. Alright, let's read this verse. Proverbs chapter 4 verse 23. And just keep the thought of growing and guarding and all that growing that we've been talking about. 
Keep your heart with all vigilance, for from it flows the springs of life. Keep your heart with all vigilance, for from it flows the springs of life. So what we want everyone this morning to get out of the message is, you know, I start bumbling and crying and everything else. If you want to grow spiritually, you will guard, you will protect, and you will keep what is valuable and what is life-giving at the forefront of everything. That's really the key this morning. And as a child of God, we need to protect our hearts. The Bible says our hearts can be deceived. We need to protect our hearts. The world is out there and it wants to take us every direction you can imagine. We need to protect our hearts. And it says there, above all else. That tells me it's the most important thing there is after being a child of God. Above all else. Because that's where it flows the springs of life. We'll get to in a little bit. The most important thing we can do above everything else. And it impacts everything you do and everything you are. And that, as I was studying through that last night again, it made me think about Sister Tammy. The many years that she taught our kids over there. Does anybody remember it? Be careful what you think, what you see, what you hear, what you say, what you feel, what you do, and where you go. Is that the right word? Yes. yes. Rachel's good. We say it every week. I could have messed it up. But. So, have you ever really thought why she did that? Tell me why'd you do that? Why did you have the kids say that at the end of every class? God, we can be so impacted with every sense in our body. Mm-hmm. Sight, touch, exactly. our feelings, what we think. Mm-hmm. All that impacts how we treat others, how we react, how mm-hmm. we worship God, how we accept God, and how we let Him mm-hmm. raise us into these disciples. And everything that we put in, good, bad, ugly, is eventually going to come out one way or the other. Trash in is trash out. Exactly. Trash in equals trash out. I didn't tell Daniel to do that, but that's a good one. (laughs) Trash in, trash out. And it all comes back to that heart. It all comes back to that. That's why she did that. That means something. I was just thinking about, man, that's exactly what she was doing there. That's what she was teaching our kids. That's important. I think we're going to put that somewhere. Everybody needs to see that. It's awesome. So why is the heart so important? Who's the most medically inclined person in here? Nobody's raising their hand. I'm not at all. All I know is computers and eating. (laughs) Debbie, why is the heart so important? Well, if you don't have it, you're not alive. If you don't have a heart, you're not alive. Well, that's a good way to put it. But it controls everything, doesn't it? Who said something else? There we go. I can't see that stuff. 
That's important. That's the same way the spiritual heart is. On the flip side of that. It controls everything as a Christian. Or should. One way or the other. That's important. That spiritual heart. The new heart that we get the day that we accept salvation. That's what it's talking about. That soul. It changes, doesn't it? That old person goes away. And the new person through Christ comes forward that loves God, trusts God. That's what it should be. That's what it should be. Isn't it great when someone receives salvation? Mm-hmm. We as a church should be celebrating. I can tell you they're celebrating in heaven. It is absolutely wonderful. But like we've said so many times, it should not stop there. Mm-hmm. Yes, you get that part, but a lot of people that are new Christians, they have no idea what to do with it. And what is the first thing that happens after salvation? Satan attacks. Yes. Satan attacks. That's when the daily battle starts. From salvation on, it's a daily battle. And again, that's where the growing and guarding comes into play. Romans chapter 10, verse 9 and 10. Talking about to be saved. To be saved, you have to believe in your heart and confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and that God raised Him from the dead. For with the heart, one believes and is justified. Did you get that up there? He's on it today. I probably messed it up, but that's okay. Again, that daily battle. After salvation, we have that daily battle. And, and, and again, Bernetta, I love what you're doing with mentoring. That's why it is so important. And that's why those guys are going to start talking about it. Because it's important. Discipleship, mentoring. Otherwise, what are new Christians to do? What? Sitting here with us an hour on Sundays ain't getting it, folks. And that's for all of us, too. Sitting here for an hour on Sunday ain't getting it. We got to do a little more. It should be in every aspect of our lives. Every single aspect. That's hard, isn't it? That is hard. That has really been on my heart. Discipleship and mentoring. You'll probably hear more about that in the upcoming weeks. It's important. I Honestly, I believe that that is the biggest thing missing today in churches. We get people saved and hallelujah, that's the end. Well, they can see the way I live. How can they see the way you live if they only see you an hour of the week? See what I'm saying? We got to do more. Whether it's small groups, whether it's mentoring, whether whatever, men's group, women's group, whatever, we got to be together. Then what what else we got to do? We got to show that love to other people too. So why is it so important to be in a small group or mentoring or whatever you want to call it? Why is that important? Helps you grow. Helps you grow. Amen. Helps you grow. Why else is it important? Accountability. Tony, wasn't that one of the reasons we started a small group in the first place? Accountability. Is this another truth? Like I just said, Satan is coming for you. Like we just read in that book, especially for pastors. We need to be together praying for each other. 
We need to have some accountability partners. What are some of your struggles? Work that out with your accountability partner. That's a weird term, isn't it? But that's, that's really what it is. You know, if, if, if I'm struggling with something, I should, I should be able to go to, you know, say Joe's in my small group and Tony. I should be able to be with them and be open. I am struggling with this. Pray for me to get them. That's what it's for. We can, we can all come in here and say we pray, and we do. Brother Ted, we prayed a ton for you. But that's a little different. Right? I'm talking about people struggling. Life is real. It's a struggle. Especially as a Christian. Because Satan's on the attack. We don't want to hear that, but that's the truth. He is on the attack. He wants to take us down. He wants our heart. He wants our heart. And if we're not around other Christians, if we're not having accountability with each other, it's very easy to go down the way, isn't it? Very easy. And the other thing that's crazy is even after seeing what God has done in our lives, all the blessings, being here worshiping and everything together, it is still so easy. It's our natural instinct to go away from God. Folks, it's important for us to be together. It's important, small groups. If you can be there tonight, come. Men's group, women's group, mentoring. Again, I hate to beat it up, but that's what we need. That's what we need. So where does sin start? Where does sin start? Ding, 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 ding. In the heart. James chapter 1, verse 14 and 15. See if he's got that up there. But each person is tempted when he is lured and enticed by his own desire. Then desire, when it is conceived, gives birth to sin, and sin, when it is fully grown, brings forth death. Matthew chapter 15. See if he's going to get that one real quick. Another good one. But what comes out of the mouth proceeds from the heart. This defiles a person. For out of the heart come evil thoughts, murder, adultery, sexual immorality, theft, false witness, and slander. Out of the heart comes those things. And if we're not careful, we're going to start swaying that way. If we don't have those accountability partners, we're going to start swaying that way. We can't do it on our own. Can you do it on your own? I sure can't. <clears throat> Why is it when I think of something emotional, it's getting emotional? Just thinking about it. I can tell every single one of you that I got a wife back there that is praying for me no matter what. No matter if all of you don't like me, she is praying for me to do the right thing. That's what that group is. That's what you do together. That's what that's for. We need to be praying for each other. I know we do. I know we pray for each other. What I'm talking about is a little different. It's a little different. But that's why it's so important to guard our hearts. Again, that hardest thing after salvation is that daily battle. Sin doesn't just automatically go away. Does it? It's a daily battle. And Satan wants to win. But you know what's awesome? Jesus already won. He already won. He already won. 
but that's the hardest thing. The hardest thing about being a Christian is keeping all of your, your heart, your mind, your soul on the things of God instead of this world that's pulling us all apart. It wants us to go every direction that we shouldn't. I love watching TV. I love watching movies. But what's on there now is filth and trash. Everything at your fingertips. We've had lessons on Sunday night, fellowship, pornography. It runs the world. You may not want to admit it, but it runs the world. Has anybody ever heard the numbers in, in that? Take all of the professional sports players in the world, put their salaries together, and that is not more than what the, the pornography industry makes. Isn't that crazy? They what is it? They, didn't they do the where we moved from VCR to see all that stuff? That's all based from them. I think even Daniels even said it. Kids as early as twelve have access to that stuff. It is filth and trash. And you know what? Every single one of us has probably dabbed in it. Every single one of us. What about commercials today? There's this agenda they're pushing. I'm tired of all of it. I'm tired of all of it. It's trash. But what we do, we just sit there and watch it. Don't we? We just sit there and watch it. I love a good movie. I love a good sitcom. Some of them are really good. Big Bang's great. There's some bad stuff on it, though. But there's some really bad stuff out there. And we're watching it. We're listening to it. We're playing those games. We wonder what's wrong. We wonder what's wrong. I can tell you, pornography has ruined many marriages. Many relationships. And it's just going on. That's Satan attacking folks. And it's right there at your fingertips. It is accessible like that. But you know what? If you have an accountability partner that says, here, this is something I struggle with. I want you to see the sights I've been to. Would that work? Something like that? Would you be willing to share that kind of information with someone? We should be. We can't do it on our own. We should be willing. daily battle all those things fighting for our attention it's all fighting for our heart it's all fighting for our heart and it wants control it's a battle that word keep guarding protecting, preserving it's like a battle guarding a battle from a battle is really what it is defending military terms to prevent from hostile invasion or takeover. So how can we guard our hearts? Well, I've kind of beat that up with a little bit with the discipleship and mentoring, haven't I? But how can you guard your heart? There's a couple of different ways. Matthew 26, 41 says, Watch and pray that you may not enter into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. So watch and pray. If you go back to Proverbs, if you go up a few verses there, if I can read, it talked about paying attention. That's another part of it. We've got to pay attention. 
And that's what those reminders and those cards with verses on them, we got to pay attention. That's why I have them all over my desk because it makes me read them. That reminder on my phone that comes up at 745 every morning that says pray. Do you guys need a reminder to pray? You shouldn't, but we do. We do. And you know how many days at 8 o'clock, 8.30 goes by and I still haven't prayed because I've got into work mode and I just got to back out and pray. We got to pay attention. We got to watch. We got to pray to guard this heart. Here's another one. Psalms 119.11. I thought that's where Mark was going this morning. I was about to freak out when he was talking about Psalms. I have stored up your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. Again, that's all part of this stuff. Storing up that his word in, in us. Getting his word. How many have gotten his word this week? How many opened your Bibles before you got here? Again, I've struggled with that stuff. I have, I'll be honest. I've struggled with praying. I've struggled with reading. Sometimes you can't just open your Bible and read. It don't work that way. It's hard to read, isn't it? You've got to change the mentality with that. We've got to store His Word in our heart. Daily devotionals. Reading. Meditating. And I was reading through the daily devotional last night on the Bible app. And believe it or not, it went right along with this message. I was like, oh my goodness. It said the exact same words about guarding your heart. But daily devotionals, reading, meditating on His Word. Who memorizes Scripture? Anybody else? We started doing that a little bit in our, when we were doing the teen class before COVID went crazy. Here's the funny thing for me. I went through school memorizing everything, and now I can't remember anything. So these cards... I've been reading them every day. I've got five, six, seven right now on my desk. Just reading them every day. That's why I never quote up here. Unless I read it. Because I can't remember it. That's important. It's important. It's important. Spending time with Him. Like I said, sometimes you just get in the rut of everything. The other thing that we can do is slow down. We are in such crazy, chaotic, running all over the place mode every single day of our lives. <clears throat> Someone texted me yesterday and said, how you doing? It's been nuts. It's been a crazy week. I didn't feel real good. Work was nuts. We had something going on every night. Sometimes you just got to pull yourself away. You just got to pull yourself away and make it a priority to spend time with God. Pull yourself away. Pray. Get in this Word. Meditate in this Word. You guys are all probably like, this guy's crazy. That's the truth. You can, you can think I'm crazy all you want. That's what's going to guard this heart. Otherwise, that natural inclination to go away from God is going to happen. It's going to happen. You guys can all admit it. It has happened. It's happened to me. It can happen to every single one of us. 
How many people have you known that have been in a relationship and it's just falling apart? That doesn't just happen accidentally. It happens over time. Same thing here. You can come here every single Sunday of your life and still be lost, headed to a sinner's hell. It, it can happen. It's just crazy. Garden your heart. What else can we do? You know, I was thinking about a Santana was up here playing. You know, just think that that is the most expensive, most valuable guitar in the world. And I don't know. Mine's cheap. I don't even know. But you know what she has to do every time she plays it? She has to tune it. We are the most valuable thing in the world to God. He has to tune us every single day to keep us on that right path. To keep our heart guarded for Him. That's a cool analogy, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I was thinking that as you were playing up here. She has to tune that every single time she plays. But the other thing that we can do, if you are struggling with something, just say anger. I could say all kinds of different things. Just say anger. Bob struggles with anger. I don't know if I struggle with anger. It's probably more patience than anything, especially when kids are there. But I'm getting better. Have you ever thought, if you're not in a disciple group, small group, mentoring, have you ever thought about asking God to help you? He's there to help us. Why are we fighting this stuff on our own? We have the King of Kings, Lord of Lords. And we're fighting on our own. He's there to help us. I mean, just think of the prayer. Well, just think of the prayer, what, what it might sound like. God, please help me grow in this. This natural desire of me to get mad. Change it and use it for your glory. Help me guard my heart. Keep me from the enemy. Use those circumstances that has traditionally made me mad, flip it around. And you know what? He'll probably deliver you. He'll probably deliver you. We just don't ask. <coughs> or we ask and we don't really, yeah, God deliver me from this. Faith believing. Folks, God is all powerful. And I think we forget that because we're down here. We see all the sin around us. We dabble in it. Some of us are probably in it. But He can deliver us from all of that. I'll be honest. He's delivered me from it. When I was a teenager, I didn't want to be here. I can tell you that. So teenagers, I love that you're here. I love it. Like Mandy said, we got to pray for them. Because it's, it's kind of the same stuff as when we were teenagers, but escalated times ten. That's what they're dealing with today. We need to pray for them. But when I was a teenager, this is the one place I did not want to be. You know why? Because I had sin in my heart. I had sin in my heart. I didn't want to be here. I didn't want to face anybody. When you have sin in your heart, it's hard to admit, isn't it? It's hard to admit, but I didn't want to be here. 
I've done some of the most stupid stuff you could ever do. And one day God just spoke to me. And there's been times, even since I've been back on track, that I've started going this direction. And I finally just bowed out one day and I said, God, I can't do this anymore on my own. I can't do this anymore on my own, but I know you are more powerful than anybody and you can deliver me from it all. Amen. Folks, I still struggle. I still struggle. I can stand up as your pastor up here today and say, I sin. I mess up. I say things I shouldn't. I do things I shouldn't. I have bad thoughts. But there's a God that can deliver me from all of it. He can protect my heart. Amen. But I have to ask. And I've got to ask for forgiveness. And I've got to confess that to Him. Again, that's why those small groups confess that to them. You know how powerful that is? You know how powerful for a church to be in God's Word and doing what He wants us to do? How powerful we can be in this world? Amongst all the negative stuff that I just talked about? But we want to go bang them over the head. Don't watch porn. Don't smoke weed. Don't drink. Don't do this. How about we say... Jesus loves you. He died for you. He'll work on all that other stuff. Won't he? Why don't we have faith in him? He worked it out in me. Amen. If he can work it out in me, he can work it out in anyone. So just as you go this week, remember this scripture. Put it on a card. Take it with you. Put it in your car. Have it sit on your desk. And I'm sure there's a million other verses that you can have sitting there too. But this one's really, really important. Because if you're not guarding your heart, you could be going further and further and further away from God. We need to guard our hearts. Very important to guard our hearts. Again, if we want to grow spiritually, we have to guard our hearts. And again, because why? Because it is the most valuable thing in the world to be in a relationship with Him. It's not about us. It's about Him. We can get distracted. So many things. Just remember that. Keep your heart with all vigilance, for from it flows the springs of life. What are those springs of life? Fruits of the Spirit. Love. Peace. Joy. Contentment. We talked a little bit about that last week. All kinds of other good things. And if guess what? If your heart is working on those things that are good, you're less likely to go the other way and do those bad things. Aren't you? Like if you fill everything with good, where can bad come in? If you stay in His Word, if you pray, if you meditate, if you talk to each other, if you're together, everything is good. Keep the bad out. Protect your heart. Protect your heart. So this morning we're going to do things a little different. We're going to have, as we come to a close, we're going to have a full song this morning. We're going to open the altar here, whatever we want to call it, for prayer. Do you want to come and praise God? Do you want to come and lay a burden down?
you want to come and receive salvation? Sister Fantana's going to get a song. And we're going to play the whole song. You're welcome to come up and pray. If you want one of us to pray with you, we're more than welcome. We'll, we'll pray with you. Preachers, deacons, we'll pray with you. If you need to be saved, don't leave here today. Like she said in her prayer, if your heart's being tugged by the Holy Spirit, accept Him this morning before it's everlastingly too late. And that's the start of protecting and growing that heart. That's the start. So as we have have one verse, not a verse of a song, as we have a song, whatever your need for prayer is this morning, come and pray. And then by the end of the the song, sit back down and we'll go from there.